Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of Grapplecast. It is I, Jamie, and joined. They are back, everyone. If you only listened to these two, have no fear, because they are back. It is Dan and Joe. Hello. Hola, mi amigo. Como estas? What's up, us? I thought that what was up? like what up oos in a different language. I was like, oh god, he's been he's been everywhere. He's learned what up oos in a different language. Just I was going to see if I could learn what up oos in Croatian, but I don't know. That's going to take too much to try and memorize that, or in Greek. We'll try and learn it in Greek. But um, hello, our tribal chief. How are you? I'm out of tribal chief now. Well, yeah, you're because Taran just Taran. doesn't show up. He I've been on the most episodes wants. out of everyone. I think I've only missed one or two. He does what he wants. He does what he wants. He does. Yeah. I mean, he probably won't even listen anyway. We can talk whatever we want about him. We'll ask him this question, considering, Dan, you did reply to our question two weeks I ago did. of the rock and roll rager for Chris Jericho-vid cruise. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, Dan, I mean, you can ask Taryn a question. Uh, probably not the Redeemer Miro, but, you know. Nah. <laughs> let's, let's see if Taryn knows who was front row, which Hall of Famer was front row at AEW Dynamite and Rampage this week. Okay, which Hall of Fame was front row? Yeah, yeah. Um, I even Claudio, know that. I watched it. Yeah, you do. Claudio basically <laughs> said my mentor's in the front row, and then Jericho was like shouting him, saying, "Oh, we don't like him." Who was it? I can't say because oh well, Taron. During Taron, well, yeah, we need Taron. It was um, Ricky Steamboat, wasn't it? Oh, ring. I thought he said by ringside in in the thing. I know he was obviously he was the timekeeper. No, you sat ringside at during Rampage. Well, I just looked only because I got oh, during Rampage. Well. Okay, fair yeah. enough. He was sat. He yeah. was sat he basically said he's a former nine-time world tag team champion. I said, oh, he had a good career. He did that dragon. <laughs> it. Do you not see that show about all those dragons? I watched House of Dragon. Have you seen the House of the Dragon? Don't watch Game of Thrones. It's terrible. But it's not Game of Thrones. It's House of the Dragon. It's a prequel. It's two hundred years before the throne. It's good though. One hundred fifty-seven. No, 200, 200, I, I saw, I, I saw the clip oh. just before we came on, but um, it's good, you know, there was a lot of, um, there was a couple deaths, there was some of the royal family that died, and um, there was there some were, body um, parts that were chopped off. There was off. Doctor Who doing uh, some kind of a sexual act to a woman, shall yeah, we say. He plays Eamon Targaryen, he's a bit of a badass, um, you know, he's, he's currently trying to win favour with his brother. It's, I think it's going to be a good series. And we were actually on our holiday. We went to Dubrovnik, which is where King's Landing is in Game of Thrones. So we saw a lot of places we actually went to on holiday, which was quite cool. I hope you got some photos. Oh, I, like yes. Photoshop yourself an iron throne in there. See, I know Game Mate, 100%. of Thrones. Mate, need, the, need that iron Game of Thrones. Need, need to be getting myself sat on that. You do a Comic Con, though, can't you? They got Winter Con coming up. I've, I've got my. I've, it used to be my LinkedIn photo of me sat in the Iron Throne from Collectomania <laughs> at Birmingham. I randomly just got a picture of it. I was like, oh, that's a nice photo. I put that LinkedIn before I knew properly what LinkedIn was. I was like, I kind of need to be more professional on there, don't I? So, no, no. So <laughs> I think that's pretty cool. They, they know how cool you are. Joe jo goes on dates with a blazer with the hand of the kingpin on it anyway. So Joe's repping the Game of Thrones merch as well. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, we're talking about thrones. There's only one throne in wrestling, and that is Triple H. I know um, Taryn and I did speak about Triple H and the way the business is going at this the moment way. in time. The, the way, way. See, see what, what I did, did there? there? 
<laughs> Didn't someone say that? Someone said that on like AW or WWE at some point. I think I can't remember what it was. Yeah, there was um, the dead gentleman Somebody who returned it. this week. Um, he teamed with um, Austin Theory, Dexter Loomis, and Indy Hartwell, and they were in a stable called The Way. Yeah, somebody said the way and was like, oh, I see what he did there. Yeah. Well, it might have been on the Wrestle Zone, like, you know, when you read the spoilers or something. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the way. So I'm going to ask you, you know, so you can get your opinions. It's been, it's been a while you've missed. I know you've tried to catch up on all the wrestling and stuff. So we're going to get, because a lot of, I say quite a lot of stuff has happened in the, in the last few weeks. So I want to get your opinions uh, on everything that has happened. So. We have seen this whole Dexter Loomis thing going on at the moment. He's kind of just been in the crowd, just like, I am here, don't you worry, getting taken out by security. We had that weird promo, like weird thing that happened this week with AJ Styles getting grabbed by a fan. And then everyone's just like, no one know what to do. The crowd was like, yeah. And everyone's just like, oh shit, that went for the wall. Like, oh, are you okay? And then all of a sudden, the mist starts getting strangled from behind by Dexter Loomis. And obviously, we'll talk about it towards probably the end of this this section but obviously the return of mr wrestling as well so how are you all feeling about shall we say the game era the levec i mean how? i'm i'm thoroughly sports entertained i we we talked about on our summer uh review when you know dakota kai and eo sky came back with bailey you're like oh, okay i could kind of see triple h's influence here then Killer Cross came back, sorry, Karen Cross came back with Scarlett as his like valley or ring manager, whatever you want to call it. If you're like, okay, that's definitely Triple H's people. Then Hit Row came back and they're like smashing it, like Hero amazing. The edit, the Intercontinental title and the US title, they've never they haven't been built like this in years, you know. They've played vignettes all through SmackDown and Raw, like this is what it means to be US title. US champion, this is what it means to be in the champion. Look at all the history, look at all the people who've, who've had it. Um, yeah, Hit Row, and then uh, talk about Mr. Wrestling, and then um, just like all the, like, the flow through it. And like you could tell, even like Michael Cole on the commentary, like he's a lot freer. He's, he could actually see wrestling. I believe on Raw, um, Asuka and Eosky did like some kind of Japanese kick. At, and they called it by its actual name, which would never happen under Vince McMahon. So, yeah, Triple H isn't wasting any time, basically. Dan, how do you feel? I mean, Joe started it off by saying, thoroughly sports entertained. <laughs> do you feel the same? Yeah, I mean, to be fair, um, I've actually thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, usually, you'd go away on all day and go, you know what? I don't think I'm going to miss anything. It's going to be rubbish for the next two weeks. Don't think you guys can have anything to talk about. But I actually went away and I was like, oh, I can't wait to get back on the podcast. Can't wait to talk about what's been going on. It's been really exciting. Um, but overall, um, yeah, we we came back. We watched about 10 hours of wrestling in about probably three or four hours. Usually it would take me about a half hour. Um, but it's absolutely epic what's happened. Um, so many people have returned. So many impactful things have happened. And, you know, you're actually going, oh, it's, it's SmackDown on Friday. What's going to happen? It's Clash of the Castle in two weeks. What are we going to see? What returns are we going to see? It's actually exciting for a change. I've been like this for years. Yeah, I mean, that's one good thing. Uh, like I said, everything that's happening in WWE, 
it's kind of the unexpected at this moment in time. I'm not comparing it to obviously the Monday Night Wars and those times, but you kind of get in that little feel of the unexpected again, like anything can happen, anyone can return. MGF might just randomly show up one week and be like, what the hell is he doing here? Anything, anything can happen. But no, it's exciting times for WWE fans. You've had that whole stuff that you haven't really seen before or haven't seen in a while with the whole Dexter Loomis thing, whether it was real or not real. Obviously, we know it's all part of a uh, a part of a whole act now, really, of him just basically strangling the Miz out and just deciding to do that. And so, yeah, I mean, we'll see how it goes. Like you said, we do have Clash at the Castle. Not not far away. It is coming up soon. And you said it was, is it next Saturday? Yeah, next Saturday on next. the 3rd. Only one week away, which means next week will be the Clash at the Castle preview show where we will be fighting not only in Cardiff Wales but we'll be fighting for those points but did you see what they have announced for Clash at the Castle it is free to all UK BT subscribers which was fair enough for the UK fans giving them all of that but WWE Network, I'm like, okay. I mean, they promote that, obviously, exclusive exclusive premium live events on there, but maybe it's something that can get some of the fans to subscribe to the network. There's definitely going to be a lot of plugging the WWE Network on it, I assume. Um, but, yeah, it, it's free on BT. How do you feel? I love it. I think with the thing that you've got with BT at the moment, um, you quite often have like Ariel Owani doing interviews and stuff, and they, they want people who don't necessarily watch wrestling back involved in it. You've seen it quite a lot on Twitter. Celebrities going, oh, it's my first ever wrestling event, and, you know, I'm, I'm going to go see it. Um, and having it actually on BT Sport on a Saturday night at 7 o'clock or 6 o'clock, whenever it's on, people will just be, for the casual viewer, who will be watching the people flick over and go, oh, the Manchester City game's on. Oh, hang on a minute. Who's this Drew McIntyre? Who's this carrying? And then they'll keep it on. And actually might become casual fans. And if anything, it's one of these ones I'll be Oh, we'll have to keep this is on in Cardiff, it's on the Millennium Stadium as well. Let's stick this on. This is gonna be bro. And I think a lot of people may actually tune in and become fans because of it. It's, it's quite a clever way of them doing it, I think. Yeah, Joe. Yeah, I agree. Like, you know, sky spots, you know, you usually just watch, you know, um football or soccer for our American listeners, or you watch like the F one and like wrestling for all those people who are not in the UK, it's on really late for us in the UK. It's on at like 12, 1 o'clock in the morning. If you want to watch a WWE premium live event or pay-per-view, you have to stay up. This is actually on in a reasonable time. And BT Sport are doing a really good job in promoting it, saying, you know, this is the first UK show in 30 years. It's free. And I dare say between now and now, then, like three, between now and three weeks, time, they're going to advertise the hell out of it all over, you know, the Premier Leagues, you know, the, the soccer matches, the F1, everything. They'd be like, okay, you can you can watch 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 Clash of Castle, watch Clash of the Castle, watch Clash of Castle. Like me and Dad were in Cardiff the other day, um, on Friday, and it's literally everywhere. Like all of the all the public benches in Cardiff have literally got Clash of the Castle all like posted on the side of them. 
and then there's a big toy store in, in the middle of Cardiff. That's the front window has got like a massive Drew McIntyre cutout in the window, and it's got like Clash of Castle Castle merchandise all over it. You know, they're really gearing up for it, Cardiff. They really want people to see the city and what it's like. So yeah, can't wait. Yeah, I, I think that's one of the uh, uh, the most important things. And I can't remember again because we've done two episodes, but it was either the week before or last week. We were talking about the whole new WrestleMania system of bidding. Was that the week before? Dan's nodding like he's definitely heard what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, and that that's the whole thing of what it can do to a city or a or a state, shall we say, in the in the United States. Like you, you're turning that whole city into, shall we say, WrestleMania fever. Like you're kind of getting that. You're kind of getting all of, just not even wrestling fans, just getting anybody in the city welcoming all the fans in random windows. You've got all the adverts everywhere, so you are attracting a lot of non wrestling fans to the to the company and getting those eyes on there so possibly like i said this is a test to see what it would be like in those bit look, sorry Jimmy, there's a bit i'm looking forward to as well is the media appearances you know when they put them on random radio shows and random telly shows like i switch on in the morning we have bbc breakfast here in the uk when i switch on sometimes they got people plugging that they're going on a comedy tour or they've got a gig coming up or tickets are about to go on sale and then all of a sudden i'll flick on and they'll have Drew McIntyre sat there having a cup of tea in his kilt, having chatted to Nagger and Charlie, you know, and then you'll flick over the channel. There's the one show. And then they all of a sudden they've got Liv Morgan having a, you know, a cup of tea with um, Ruth Jones or whatever her name is. Alex Jones, that's it. You know, you have all of these random live shows, morning live, and they're doing their morning Zumba. And then all of a sudden they've got Dolph Ziggler doing the morning Zumba with them. It's exciting. You flick on and they're going, oh, hang on, we need to see these wrestlers. It used to be the Graham Norton show back in the day, didn't it? And you'd have The Rock on there promoting his movie on John oh, you never know you still have the graham norton show it will be on yeah. uh on fridays usually i mean i'll see if it's still on i think it might have finished for the season but the exciting yeah, it's not things, on this week the exciting things as well i know we've been talking about it quite a bit past couple of weeks is then the casual fan might not be aware of this but there's a lot of like wrestling celebrities actually in cardiff that day so for example john cena was actually still in newport which is 10 minute drive from cardiff he was he's still here last Sunday and he was at an autograph sign in a week before and so he's still hanging around. Tyson Fury's gonna be in Cardiff that day, he's selling photographs for hundred quid in a nightclub. And Bret Hart's at an autograph sign in that day as well. So there's loads of like wrestling people around. And ICW are doing a massive show directly afterwards. I think it starts at one AM in the morning. And a lot of the NXT UK stars who've been released, uh, friend of the show Brendan as well. That they're all doing the ICW show after as well. So there's a lot of wrestling people that will be hanging around. So walking around Cardiff as well. I know you're getting to Cardiff early afternoon. Just even just being out in St. Mary Street, which is right next to the Millennium Stadium, you just sit in a pub or a coffee shop and you'd be surprised who will walk past you. I mean, I've been stood in Cardiff and Kofi Kingston's walked past me before. So you never know. You always keep your eyes peeled if you go into the event, who's going to be going past you. Yeah, I mean, it's funny you say uh, Bret Hart's going to be there. You think there's going to be some kind of... 30th anniversary kind of special event for him or something like that. Obviously, unfortunately, uh, British Bulldog Davey Boy Smith isn't with us anymore. But like I said, I think they might just do something like that and have Bret Hart come out to like 30 years ago kind of thing and have a tribute to him. So that's good. And I hope it does. I mean, there are still quite a few tickets available. They have just reduced a few of them as well. So we just hope it is going to, 
sell out and do well because this kind of is a test for bigger premium live events in the future and that's what we want and then hopefully at some point we will see AEW come to the UK I'm sure I want to see it you want to see it Dan you want to see it Joe don't you want to see it AEW in the UK yeah it'll be it'll be in the full arm stadium in the full (laughs) arm the full Cree, 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 Cree Vane Cottage. Craven. The Craven <laughs> Almost as bad as Norwich, England. Norwich. At, least Cardiff, at least Cardiff, they can't really say wrong, can they? At well, Cardiff, they saying, England. <laughs> they've not really been saying Clash of the Castle. I know Joe attempted to say Clash of the Castle 72 times in his sentence a minute ago. <laughs> but they haven't really been saying Clash or Clash of the Castle. They've just been saying, yeah, we'll see you in Cardiff. And it was really weird because I used to work in Cardiff for many, many years to hear Americans saying a city I used to work in. It's really weird. Yeah, well, I'm going to beat you up in Cardiff. Sorry, you can beat him up where? Like, I kind of forget <laughs> halfway, but I'm looking forward to it. Two weeks time. I know we're probably going to be doing a review and show next week. But yes, yeah, weird. Here, like, you must have been the same when you were in Blackpool when they were doing the um, NXT UK tournaments. And when then mm-hmm. William Regal comes out from Blackpool, Ingerland. Like that must you must get used to it after a while. But here in Cardiff, like you never hear Welsh places. I just wanted them to say like they're a stone's throw from Llandudno and just try some other different Welsh names. Like see Michael Cole, see if you can try like Abertawi, like Lanver Discoid and all of them. You'll just try all of them. Just how many Welsh names? Confellinvach, yeah. Like as many Welsh cities. What's it? What's it? Um, I can't say the big one. Llanver PG, Llanver the go go go. That one ends in go go. They'll try and say that one on telly. Someone like uh, Pat McAfee might give it a go. I could see him giving that a try. But, you know, even places like Swansea, they'd be like, oh, my God, we're by Swansea. Like, yeah, I can't wait to hear what they, how they try and pronounce some of the Welsh names. Swansea. <laughs> it's just a two-hour drive from Newcastle oh, upon time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently so. Um, just reading it regarding uh, Clash at the Castle, because there's... Uh, um, obviously, you've seen Raw with the uh, Beth Phoenix jumping the uh, the barrier, and hopefully, oh yeah, uh, we're going to see something uh, with her. But at the moment, apparently, there's a uh, a poster around Cardiff. I think they spotted the poster which features and Judgment Day. Positions of the stars in the poster seem to hint at a sixth person between the Edge and Mysterios and Rhea Ripley, Damien Priest, and Finn Balor. So. Uh, Soon we're probably going to hopefully replace Dominic Mysterio with Beth Phoenix and have that as uh, like a intergender six man tag, which would be pretty decent. I don't think we've had one of them before uh, in a very long time, anyway. Like I said, we've traditionally shied away from those intergender six men, from what I can six into the I can't say six man, but the, <laughs> the six way match intergender. Um, so, and it'll be good to see Beth Phoenix back it's something quite big for an event like that as well uh, unless they just do a, a standard tag match of Edge and Beth Phoenix versus Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley and have Damien Priest face the Mysterios in a handicap match I doubt they would but you know that's another avenue that they could go down but yeah I mean they've announced five matches so far I know we are going to discuss next week properly and do our predictions but i'm going to ask what match are you looking forward to the most i'll quickly run through them uh, we have bianca bella alexa bliss asuka versus bailey hello dakota kai 
Io Sky or Io Shiro, whatever I want to call her. There you go. <laughs> uh, we have Riddle versus Seth Rollins. We have Gunther, hashtag Walter. Is he going to come back as Walter? No one knows now. Triple H is that. Versus Sheamus for the Intercontinental Championship. Olivia Morgan versus Shayna Baszler for the SmackDown Women's Championship. And the Tribal Chief, Roman Reigns versus Cardiff's own Drew McIntyre. Yeah, what I match think, are you um, most excited for? Well, I think that we put this one into the atmosphere. Like, do you remember when they announced Clash of the Castle? And we're like, right, what dream matches do we want? We put ones out there like Mako Satamora versus Asuka. We put uh, all um, against Ronda Rousey. We put out uh, loads of different ones, you know, Mustache Mountain versus the Usos. But one of the ones we put in the poll was Sheamus versus Gunther. And it's actually happening. And if Sheamus wins, he becomes a triple mountain, quadruple Everest champion. Like he's won everything. He updates his little final facts with all of his little titles. Mate, I can't wait. And Seamus, you know, he's Irish, he's European. You know, he wrestled a lot in the UK, he's wrestled a lot in Wales. Gunther's European. He's Austrian, <laughs> you know. I suppose, yeah, you're right with that as well. But it's great. It's going to have a good continental, hard hitting feel, go around the arena, battering each other. You know, those brawling brutes are going to get involved and peep them. I mean, Butch is going to get involved as well. That is the match I am looking forward to. But ultimately, Wales' own Drew McIntyre versus our tribal chief. That's going to be a 45-minute barn burner. But we'll get on to our predictions next week. But that is one that potentially could be stealing the show as well, I think. Joe, what are you most looking forward to? And why is it Olivia Morgan? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think that match will be like, a bit like the Rod Rousey match. We'll get into that next week. Um, like that, I'm looking forward to Gunter slash Walter versus Sheamus. He's definitely going to bring out Rich Holland and Pete Dunne because, you know, they're from the UK. So why wouldn't they come back? Might as well. Um, I'm actually looking forward to Riddle versus Seth Rollins because we meant to have that at SummerSlam, but they, yeah, Riddle was injured, you know, storyline-wise. Mm. But, you know, they were meant to have that summer slab, so that's been building up nicely. So, and there's actual, like, well, there was heat between them. I don't know if this still is, but they could probably feed that into the storyline a little bit, you know, build off real life. So that, that'd be really good. Um, the six women tag team match, yeah, that'd be okay. And, yeah, the main event, Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre, should be a really good match. But I'm not I'm not optimistic for the end again. We'll go for that next week. But I'm not I'm not optimistic about it. Yeah. I was just thinking of something then and realised it was completely wrong. Uh, you know, we we're talking about Ridge Holland and Butch. I was like, oh, but what if Seamus has some friends and realised they are Seamus's friends? So I was like, never mind. Because <laughs> I was like, what if to even the odds they bring out Finley and Hornswoggle because they're Irish? What if they Finley makes an appearance? With Hornswoggle, even though he's not Irish Hornswoggle, but he's a leprechaun, why not? Well, he's Finley's son, so, you know, it's one of those things. But um, you have, um, what's his name in uh, Fabian, not Marcel Bartel, what's his name now? Ludwig Kaiser, he's in Gunther's corner. So, you know, they, they could bring back um, Giovanni Vinci from NXT, even the odds, never know. Mm-hmm. Yes, it will be interesting to see what happens and like i said we will go over our predictions for clash at the castle last week i am going to go back to something that 
last week, next week, because I was going to say something else. Uh, we are going to go back to what we were talking about last week, just to get your opinions, because you are what we call the NXT experts of the show. Yeah, boy. And we were talking breaking news that NXT UK is kind of basically going and they are introducing NXT Europe. So as our resident NXT experts, I mean, we tried to hold down the fort. I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> so we, we just want to get your opinions on how you think it's going to look. How does it feel? What do you think is going to happen with this? New titles? Are they going to get rid of something? Because like I said, what I said last week on the podcast is they've had basic Europeans win the NXT UK title anyway. So isn't it just already NXT Europe? Is there going to be much change, Dan? Well, you look at the NXT Women's, um, UK Women's Championship, for example. Um, I think Kaylee Ray was the only British one to win the title. You know, you had um, two Australians and um, somebody from Japan uh, that have been champions before. And it's just Kaylee Ray who's the only British one to, to hold it, which, you know, it's fine. Um, I think with NXT UK, it was kind of like the second division of WWE. Um, they, they showed on NXT this week that Mako Satamora is unifying the UK women's title with the normal NXT women's title. And Blair Davenport's going to be in there for a triple threat, which would be a very interesting match. I think Blair Davenport, the former B Priestley, who goes out with uh, Will Ospreay, I think she might be taking those titles. Um, but in terms of what they're doing with the brand, I'm really gutted with people like, well, Bo, Mandrews, um, you know, they, they are lads from around our area who've done really well in the wrestling scene. I, I said to Joe, it's interesting the people that they haven't released. You know, you look at people like Eddie Dennis. He's hardly had a match. He's still there. Um, they've, they've, interestingly, they've kept William Regal's son still employed. But the two people in his faction, in De Familia, Teo Man and uh, Rajit Raja, they've both been released. They, but they've kept William Regal's son. And I think that's very interesting because if they release William Regal's son, he'd be straight in AEW. He'd be straight in the Blackpool Combat Club and he'd be an absolute bruiser. So quite clever that they did that. But you see Gallus, they've been called up. Um, same with Blair Davenport, Tyler Bate. I think the thing that's, um, well, sorry, I don't want to swear, but the thing that's annoying the majority of us is that they're going around, you know, it's the first round of the NXT UK title tournament to see who's going to walk away. Yes, it's pre-taped, and I knew who had it anyway. But the majority mm. of people who don't read the dirt sheets don't know that. And then all of a sudden, Tyler Bate's turning up and going, oh, guess it's you and me in two weeks. It's like, like you said on last week's pod, when you checked the Wikipedia, it still says vacant as it. Nobody actually technically has that for another couple of weeks. So, you know, it's going to be the one week where he's unifying the belts and then you're watching NXT UK and he's winning the belts. So for the person who's actually trying to watch it in order on the television, it's going to be a little bit confusing. But I think it goes to show they said the end of 2022, that's when they're going to be canon NXT UK. I've got a feeling it's just going to be reruns until they get to 2023. But to answer your overall question, what, where do I think this is going? Is an exciting move? Yeah, because if you think of the prospects, they, you know, you've got a European NXT. They could go all around. They could go to Germany. Um, WXW is massive. They're doing really well. They could go to Spain. They've got a really good following. Um, you know, there's wrestling all across Europe. Um, many Portugal have got a good scene as well. Um, so many different places they go to, France as well. Um, but you look at the overall picture. They wanted a few years ago to do NXT uh, Japan or NXT Asia. And they also speak with Chavo Guerrero about doing NXT Mexico. So if European one works out very well, you could see the other ones spawning up. And then all of a sudden, you've got all of these divisions. You know, we might have NXT Antarctica in 10 years. Date it. But 
the sky's the limit and it shows you these performance centers all around the world and you know it used to be the case that you had to go to territories to get your reps in they've been doing it with nxt talent going to nxt recently going and wrestling the other talent in the other divisions but it could be massive that they have it in different continents wwe is actually going to be going worldwide so i think it's an exciting prospect but i am gutted to see all of those amazing talents be released joe who are you most sad to see go Seeing his dad like the Welsh boys, Mark Andrews, Flash, Morgan Webster, Wild Boar, um, Kenny Williams um, from Scotland. He's very talented. I don't think Noam Dar's gone, but um, nope. Shah Sam- Samuels, he's gone. Um, Shah Samuels, I really enjoyed his work. Um, yeah, again, like all the big ones, like Tyler Bate, Mick Osama, have been called, but um, I believe Ilya Dragunov still injured, but it'd be interesting to see what happens with him. I think I kind of think it's a good move because before the pandemic they would go into like every, different cities in the UK and they'd do like block taping. So, for example, um, a couple of years ago, me, Dan, and Taron watched NXT um, UK live in Cardiff and they did like a block taping. So they'll do like a two-hour show and they'll they'll film like four weeks worth of TV and when it won't go. So that's what they, they usually do. Uh, but at the minute they've got the BT Sport Arena. And I've been saying to Dan, it doesn't feel the same this year. It's okay, but um, I'm hoping now with the NXT Europe and the rebranding of it, that it's like Dan said, like one week they're in Germany, next week they're in Spain, like one week they're in France or Portugal. They like they keep moving around. They're not in always the same place. It's a bit of a refresh, bit of a rebrand. As you said, Jamie, you had a really good point. Most of the NXT champions haven't even been British, they've been from Europe or other pieces, so I don't think the brand of NXT UK will suffer because it's NXT Europe now, but I just feel sorry for people who have lost their job. They'll definitely bounce back. People like Mark Andrews, you know, you can't deny the talented wrestlers they are, and Wild Boar is one of the best British wrestlers there is, so you know, they'll definitely bounce back and do something else. I can see someone like a wild bull going, I can see him on dark. I mean, you look this week on dark, they had um, Blake from Blake and Murphy, he was on dark. And then No Way Jose on dark this week as well. Could I see someone like a wild bull popping up on dark and then potentially going in at some, one of the 10 million factions in AEW? Yeah, I can. He's somebody I can see going across the pond. He is absolutely. So some, same with like a Mark Andrews and a, and a Flash Morgan Webster. Those guys can pop across. But I think someone like a bull is somebody to watch. He, he's going to be absolutely killer. Um, but some of them, they were just on the wayside, not really doing much. But it is interesting. Look at the list of people who haven't been released. And there are some surprising names. But the one they've been most clever about is William Regal's son. There's a reason he hasn't been uh, released. And that he is absolutely incredible as well. So we had this discussion in regards to the the NXT. Obviously, it's called the UK Championship. Would they call it the NXT European Championship? For example, just whether bring, they're actually going to call it that or just the I European. Just bring back the Euro- I just bring back the European Championship is the one Dino Brown had. Like, that's been on the shelf, I don't know, for however long. Just bring that back. Nah, I think you look at the prestige of the UK title, you've had Walter, he held it for like 700 days. You had Pete Dunn held it for like 600 days. That title's prestigious. You know, those everyone who wrestles for that title gets nearly a five-star match, if not an over a five-star match. You know, it's a prestige title. I can't see them, them unifying it with uh, Bron Breaker. 
I think it is one of these titles that it will probably change from the NXT UK title to the NXT European champion. You know, I think they'll just call it like the NXT or whatever. It, it will be called NXT Europe. I think they'll give it some sort of name. Um, like NXT Continental or something like that, they'll brand it in such a way, and that title will change into that that brand's championship. But they'll keep the look of the belt. I think it looks absolutely incredible. Yeah. And it's it's got really good lineage, and like you said, it's been you know Austrian. Um, it's been held by people from the UK. It's been held by many different people. I don't, I don't think it's had many different champions. Was it Tyler Bates, Pete Dunn, Walter, Ilya Dragunov? So you've had an Austrian, a, a Russian. I'm two English people who've held it. Um, so it is European. Can I see someone like um, Axion having it? You know, can I see um, other Europeans holding it? Someone like Tierman from Germany, absolutely incredible wrestler. You look at all of the people around, um, even Alexander Wolf from Germany, he's absolutely smashing it on the Indies. Someone like a big Demo, um, forgotten his name when he was in uh, WWE, but big Demo as well uh, from um, Killian Dane. Killian Dane, that's it. There's so many really good continental. European wrestlers at the moment in so many different companies that aren't having the light that they have been having. So, you know, you could say, oh, it's NXT TakeOver Madrid. You know, it's NXT TakeOver Dubrovnik. It's NXT TakeOver Ireland, you know, that's in Dublin. You know, there's so many different areas you could do it. And it means like for Clash of the Castle, for example, everyone's going to be traveling across Europe. So people from France will come over. People from Germany will come over because it's the closest the pay-per-view is being to their home country in God knows how long. So people will travel mm-hmm. from the area. You know, it's very similar, like with the WrestleMania, for example, people travel from all over the world. But with an event like this, I dare say we will be seeing French, German, Spanish people in Cardiff. You see it quite often with the rugby. We had the Rugby World Cup in Cardiff not so long ago, and it was great to see all the different nationalities and everybody's so friendly there as well. Um, but with NXT Europe, very similar. I think people will be trying. If you said to me, oh, NXT's got to take over in Paris, I'd be like, you know what? It's literally less than an hour on a flight. Yeah, let's go to Paris. Let's go watch some NXT. So it'll be one of those cool things. I, I think people will be happy to travel for good wrestling. Good. Well, before we end the conversation on NXT UK, I'm going to ask one final question, and I'll come to you first, Joe. With NXT Europe, or whatever it may be called, obviously they've released quite a few superstars. Some of them have been called up to NXT. Your current champion is Tyler Bate. Who do you see as the face? And who's going to lead the NXT Europe into the next generation, or shall we say iteration of NXT Europe? I, I'm not okay with like who's up and coming on the European scene, because everyone on the European scene, anyone who's any good, has been signed. So... I, I say that they need to build like a new star. So I would say you start off with like somebody like Tyler Bate or Ilya Dragunov as the champion, and then you build from the ground up a new champion, maybe um, somebody like Axiom or um, Charlie Dempsey, William Regalson, like you build him up as like the next champion. I'm, I, I can't really think of anyone off the top of my head who was like, because all the good wrestlers now, you know, we've got AEW, we've got uh, Impact TNA, we've got WWE, all the like good independent wrestlers are all signed to a contract. Mm. So I can't really think off the top of my head, like nothing's really popping out to me, like a really good independent wrestler who's not signed by a major 
sports company, yeah. you know, wrestling company right now. So I would start off with somebody who's already, you know, got a name like Tyler Bate or Ilya Dragunov, and then build, like, build a champion from ground up, like a Randy Orton or something, but like for the European market, like build them, start them off, and then build them up as champion. Damn. Yeah, I think it's a tough one because you've released so many good people. There were so many people before they did the releases. I could see being wicked. Like Amel, for example, the French Hope, should have been a wicked women's champion for the European brands. You know, you've got people like Thielman from Germany, already a massive established name in WXW. Um, you you do have a really good scene in progress at the moment, and there is some people that they could fish from there. Even in ICW, you've got people like Jack Jester, loads of people that are making waves. You know, if you want the comedy element, you've got people like Grado as well. Um, but I think you need to look at the well of NXT that you have at the moment. You've got somebody like an Axiom, for example. Yeah, he has already come from NXT up to N- the normal, uh, from NXT UK up to the normal NXT. But I think it is the case. You look at what you currently have. You know, when they established NXT UK, they flew over to Kotokai, they flew over Rhea Ripley, and it was those two who had a match for the first ever women's championship. They, they were in the final two. So. I, you look at the well of what you've got in that performance center, there's two, 300 people in there currently training. Look who you currently have. You could even get someone like a Babatunde, um, Commander Aziz. He would be an absolute powerhouse. Yeah, okay, he's not European, but Rhea Ripley was, it isn't European either, and she was the first ever women's champion. So I think you look at the well of what you currently have, and you, know, you don't have to spend much more, and they're getting the reps. Uh, you know, Rhea Ripley, first ever um, NXT UK champion, and then all of a sudden you look at her on Raw and she's absolutely decimating everybody and she's featured in the main event. And that when she was, what, world champion, what, four or five years ago in uh, NXT UK? So you look at them climb the ranks, I think it's a great time to have a look at what they currently have and see what they can move up forward. Yeah, we will, as Taron would say, wait with abated breath to see what they will be doing. And like I said, it will be, we'll see what happens. But we move from NXT UK and NXT to Mr. NXT, a.k.a. Mr. Wrestling himself, Jonathan Gargano, has returned to wrestling. But it's not for Impact Wrestling. It's not for GCW. And it's not for all elite wrestling. Yes, Paul Levesque has pulled it off. And randomly, he just came out on Raw and just did a promo. He is back. How excited were you, Dan? I'm so chuffed. I actually, you know, I sat there eating my lunch. I hadn't watched Raw yet. And I actually went on Twitter and I saw that somebody had posted a video of the pop ski. And I watched it about four times. And I listened <laughs> to the pop over and over. And I said to Joe, and I go, have, you, have you heard the pop? Have you heard the pop? No, I've not seen the clip yet. And I made a point. I knew it was coming up. Third hour of Raw, just going in. It's like, Joe, Joe, come in. You've got to see this. Because he won't pay attention, as he usually does. And then we put it on. And it's, oh, my God, it's Johnny Gargano. And he started off going, you know, I, I, you know, I wouldn't be a proper father if I didn't live up to the dreams that I set out. I always said that I wanted to be a U.S. champ. Always said I wanted to be an Intercontinental champ, world champion. And I want to be at WrestleMania. And if I didn't live up and I didn't achieve those dreams, what kind of father am I setting an example for my kids, he said. Which is fair enough. And then you've got Austin Theory coming out going, well, you're the rookie now. You can carry my bags. You can carry my briefcase. I can show you the way. So then he goes through his iconic high five and he gets super kicked in the face for his troubles. You know what? Epic segment. There's a lot of people going, oh, do we really need that? Yes, 100%. Johnny Gargano in an Intercontinental title match at WrestleMania. 
take my money now. The guy will have wicked matches. And, you know, even if you do it, then he's teaming up with Champa. Reform's DIY, takes on the Usos. Fine with that. He's in a five-on-five Survivor Series match. Cool. Going almost an hour in a Royal Rumble. The guy can do it all. And it does mean that Candice Ray potentially might be coming back as well. You know, you'd get one without the other. So, overall buzzed. I think the signings that we've had every week, you want to tune in to see who is it that's coming back. And Johnny Gorgano, if you if you ask any wrestling fan, where do you want to see that guy go in? Do you want to go to AEW where they got 5,000 people they don't know what to do with? Or do you want to go to WWE where dreams are made of? Where, the rest where they got 5,000 people and nothing to do with them? Let's put them you know, in Judgment got, Day. Mate, do it. <laughs> you know, the merch is epic. You know, this theme music is epic. He is where he belongs. The fans absolutely love him. He's a glorified babyface. You'll sell tickets. You know, if I said to you, Johnny Gorgano versus Cody Rhodes on a pay-per-view, and it's going to go an hour, nobody would like, oh, better go to the loo or get a hot dog. People would sit there and be like, this is a classic, like, absolutely amazing. You know, he produces five-star matches, the thing that everybody talks about over a wrestling weekend. I think, as you can tell, I am very, very happy he is back in WWE. And just to counteract your happiness, Joe, how sad are you he's back? (laughs) Um, I'm not sad at all. I'm ecstatic. For God's Um, sake. (laughs) I mean, he's been off for a while. We all thought he might come back, but it was like, no. But obviously, uh, I I said at the start of the the podcast, Triple H has just gone, right, I'm in charge now. This is my baby. I'm going to do what I want. And, you know, Triple H was the king of NXT. And who was the number one guy in NXT? Johnny Gargano, along Adam with Tommaso Ciampa. <coughs> Adam Cole. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, no. No, go away. Um, anyway, yeah, so, you know, his matches were always five-star matches. They were better than everything on the main, on the main roster. Now he's being called up, as it were. He cut an amazing promo. Um, I could see him being, like, the top baby face on Raw. Like, I think I could see him going after you know, the US title or the Intercontinental title, whichever one he wants to go after, then build himself up to the main event. As Dan said, there's the story already built with Champa, even though Champa's doing stuff with the Miz. They could go back to that at any time. Um, I think uh, Drew McIntyre tweeted out that, you know, congratulations on Johnny Gargano because they, um, they had a match together on Evolve, I believe. So that there's no, that story. This... Tag team champions in Evolve, but okay. I say, yeah, tag team champions in Evolve. So, there's that story in there. So there's so many new stories now just built from him coming back. And he's such a good character, such a good wrestler. And he was actually a really good heel on um, NXT. Like his heel run in NXT was absolutely amazing. So if when he wanted to turn him heel, you know, he could just do everything. So I'm, I'm excited he's back, basically. Well, we'll see what he's going to be doing. It'll be in catering probably for the next few months. 24-7 title. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it is good, like I said, he is one of the uh, the better talents from the NXT days, from past its heyday anyway. He was definitely one of the best ones. We but might be getting... Um, after Kevin Owens left. We might be getting Gorgano versus Theory at Clash in the Castle. Sets it up nicely. That would be pretty tasty. And it will probably be the first match where Gargano will win, setting up Theory to cash in on Drew McIntyre to finish the show, as we all it, want to see. Cannot wait. We're going to be on the ground floor. We're just in the corner by the rampway. Mate, I'm going to be there singing Rebel Heart, jumping around, get me on telly. I'll be one of those big heads. 
so we'll float around, get a big head. We'll get Brad's head blown up. I'm going to float Brad's head. Brad's covering my shift, actually. So Brad has to work during class at the castle. He's covering my shift, bless him. Friend of the show, Brad. I'm Mickey. Friend of the show. Still got more quiz points than Taryn, Brad. Not, that's not hard, though, is it? <laughs> I mean, we will have a quiz soon. But just before we, we do have the quiz, it wouldn't be a grapple cast show hosted by Jamie without talking a little all elite wrestling because tonight is the night of the unification of the AEW championship or so we think as Dan shakes his head and as I said and I think Karen may have said anyway but he's bottom of the prediction he doesn't know anything (laughs) that happens is John Moxley versus the returning CM Punk what is going to happen, Dan? I gave my prediction last week. I've got one more to throw in there as well now after a week of stewing with my thoughts. How is this match going to go, Dan? I've got a feeling it's not even going to get started. We've got All Out in, what, two weeks? You need a big pay-per-view match at All Out. I think it's the case that they put him in a cage. All Out place. is next Sunday. It is yep. the same weekend as Clash at the Castle. So it makes no sense to have the match on a free show the week before. I think it'd be the case that they go to have the match because they can't they can't stop brawling with each other and they can't stop going off script on promos. Well, the one of them is anyway. Um, so yeah, I think it's going to be the case where they're just going to be scrapping again. Or there's only one way we can contain you. We're going to put you in a steel cage. You just copied what I said last week. <laughs> they're going to whack him in a steel cage, and everybody is hating on CM Punk. And I think CM Punk's going to take away both titles because he'll like CM Punk has been such an absolute chicken shit with that belt. And if in a fight, if you said who's going to win in a fight between Mox and CM Punk, Mox beats the living crap out of him every time. But if you say it's in a cage, you go, well, you can escape the cage to win. CM Punk weaselly climbs over and weaselly climbs out and then goes, oh, yeah, my leg's still playing up. And he takes the title back away for two more months. He's basically becoming the thing that he was always bitching about in WWE, part time champion. I think, and they get the crowd absolutely booing injured. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Part-time champ. <laughs> my dear, look, Joe, how is this <laughs> match going to end? What's going to happen? Hangman Page is going to come out and fight Sam uh, Punk because from what I've been reading on the dirt sheets, because we all know the dirt sheet is true, apparently there's some heat between Hangman, Adam Page and Sam Punk. So Hangman, yeah. Adam Page is going to come out I call out CM Punk on his BS, beat the living you-know-what out of him. Cowboy um, shit, isn't it? Yeah, and then similar to Dan, it's gonna, this match ain't going to get started and it'll go to all out. Um, in what match? Yeah, go, a go for a cage match. match. Um, no? Hangman, a Adam Page versus... Man. I wasn't a big fan of Hangman as a, as a champ, like, I I liked him as a chaser, but when he was actual champion, I don't know. He was just I don't know what what it was about him. I just I just didn't care that he was champion. Like no offense, but I just didn't See, care. I think I think uh, Mark Lebet was a much better chaser than him. Um, but um, no, I think you look at it. If if Mox wins, then there's only one thing that happens if Mox wins. Maxwell Jacob Friedman top of the rampway, tapping a pen, going. I'm your next well, challenger. He is back. He is getting that belt. Mox well, versus uh, Chicken Shit MJF. Spoiled my thunder because I was going to say, what would happen 
if they're just having a classic, they could be fighting for half an hour or whatever. They could actually have the match go ahead. And then MJF just comes, like, breaks through the crowd, knocks them both out with the belt, and AEW Dynamite ends with him holding the belt above two ex-WWE guys, setting up a triple threat match for All Out. See, you'd want that, though, wouldn't you? Take my money now. As Mate, that would be it. wicked. Mate, that everybody would want to be watching as well at the moment. I think we all know which way it's going. And you've got the Com- Blackpool Combat Club holding all the belts and trying to be prestigious. They're about to have Danny Garcia join them as well. Um, you know, they're growing, they're getting bigger. Um, and it, everyone's seeing that it's going to be Mox picking up the belt. I think everyone's just got a bit fed up with CM Punk. It could go the other way, he could keep the belt, but I would absolutely love to see MJF. He's still in the contract. Where are you getting this? Who's sick of CM Punk? Did you see the pop he got when he just randomly came back? Yeah, but then did you see like people just like, everybody on Twitter and everybody on social media going, yeah, they were right. He's such an act. You'll get booed. I guarantee you'll come out and he will get booed this week. I think the fans have now turned. Everyone's basically showing that promo with Triple H saying that he's in it for himself and he says he's doing this. He's a voice of the voiceless and for the fans, but really he's just a voice for CM Punk. Unless he's getting what he wants, he drops the ball. He takes his ball and he goes home. He does something with the ball anyway, but he goes home. He has a little cry. And then he'll come back. Well, you go back to Ormond Fighting Championship. Oh, wait. You know, Never you know what? The other promo I keep seeing is like the one where he um, talked about like the internet fans and the trolls. And like, if I don't like it, I'm going to complain to my friend Mark and not watch again. I've been seeing that a lot as well. <laughs> so we will see as the time of recording Wednesday. Obviously, it hasn't happened yet. Anything that we've talked about, we could be completely wrong. And CM Punk is now the unified champion by the time you're listening. Who knows what could have happened? This is why we love professional wrestling. Yeah, buddy. Okay. Is it Joe? I believe you have a quiz for us this week. Is that correct? Yes, I have 10 wrestling questions. And because NXT UK is dead... They're all based oh. around UK wrestling. Oh, God. Well, you might as well just give Dan <laughs> the points now. <laughs> it's, it's not on NXT UK. It's just... It does not matter. UK, it's, UK, it's UK wrestling throughout the ages. There's all the questions in there as okay, well. Not so to give away any answers. You might as well just give Dan the points now. <laughs> I mean, my word's not even loading up and my phone's dead. So, I mean... Pen and paper, There we my go, friend. we're finally Pen on now. Pen and paper. Pen and paper. Okay. Like save my environment, thank you. Is everyone ready? Yes. Um. My pen's biodegradable, thanks. <laughs> Your uh, pen is? Yeah, it's biodegradable. What about the paper? Yeah, it's paper, isn't it? You just flush it and job done. Flush it? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's something to I'll do flush, with it. I'll flush you in a minute. Hey. <laughs> Bloody hell. Someone's put, someone's put 50p in, Joe. Anyway, go on. <laughs> First right, question. I am ready. Uh, uh, Shirley Crabtree is better known as what British wrestler? So Shirley oh, Crabtree sorry. is the real name of what British wrestler? Rick Martel. Okay, question number two. What was the tag team name of Doug Williams and Magnus in TNA? So what was the tag team name in TNA? Okay. I have to take a guess on that. Uh, question number three. What city is former WWE superstar Paige from? Yeah, I, got city one. Is WWE... I got one. I did it. 
superstar page from. Bloody hell, Joe, have you had Arribo? Calm down. Okay, sorry. Cool. Uh, uh, question four. Who won season one of British Boot Camp in TNA? TNA British Boot Camp, who won? What's that? I think I've got two now. I'm on fire. <laughs> He's on fire! <laughs> Question number five. What is the name of former NXT UK superstar Mark Andrews' band? So what is the name of his band? It helps they play his real music down to the ring. Not anymore. Not anymore, but he used to. He comes down to South Wales subculture now, which is by a different band. You know what I mean? What's his right, band gonna... called? You, you mean he might fall to pieces? Yeah. And there's nothing I can do. Mate, Jungle Boy on uh, Dynamite this week, when they started the watch ants, and he just gave him a dirty look. And they all just stopped. He's like, oh, fear the Jungle Boy. You better fear that Jungle Boy, Jack Perry. Question number six. Who is the founder of ICW? Who founded ICW? Insane Championship Wrestling in Scotland. I'm just going to create a Scottish name. Let's go for... Um, William McWilliamson. <laughs> okay, question number seven. Giant Haystacks wrestled in WCW, but what was his ring name in America? Easy. Yeah? Do you need me to repeat it? Are you okay? It was not just in America, in Canada. Uh, in Canada. Yeah, North America. You go. Question Chris number Jericho eight. mentions it in his book. <laughs> Very good. Okay, question number eight. What was the popular ITV show between 1960 and 1988 called that featured wrestling? What was it called? What was the name of the TV show? It was on ATV between 1960 and 1988 that showed wrestling. What was the name of the TV show? Gladiators. Gladiators. <laughs> oh. Joe's <Just> fuming. <laughs> UK players. Question number nine. How many days did Nigel McGuinness hold the Ring of Honor Pure Championship for? How many days did Nigel McGuinness hold the Ring of Honor Pure Championship for? How many days? I wish you asked what his name was in TNA. That'd be easier. <laughs> De- De- Desmond Wolf. Yeah, that's too easy. Okay. Question number 10. I pretty sure you're both know this but who won the first season of nxt the the reality show when who won the first season of nxt the reality show it's a bit obvious to me this is a british quiz ah. yeah i i ran out i ran out of questions can you tell I like google moves to these you could have said like who did he team up with to go against Stephen Amell and Neville at SummerSlam 2015. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Stardust. Yeah. Stardust. All right. Do you need anything to repeat in? No. 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 Got it. 
Okay, question number one. Shirley Crabtree is better known as what British wrestler, uh, Jamie? Um, I had absolutely no idea. So I said Shirley. <laughs> Dan? Big Daddy. Yes, it's Big Daddy. His real name is Shirley Crabtree. Uh, question That's two. Sure. What, was, what was the tag team name of Doug Williams and Magnus in TNA? Dan? The British Invasion. Jamie? The United Boys with a Z. <laughs> that is correct. It's the British Invasion. Question I'm number three. Jamie's. What city is former WWE superstar Paige from? Jamie? Uh, Norwich, England. Yeah, Dad? Norwich. Yeah, Norwich, England. Uh, question number four. Um, who won season one of British Boot Camp, Dan? Rockstar Spud. Jamie? Yeah, that Rockstar Spud guy. Yeah, Rockstar Spud. Drake Maverick. Drake Maverick. Uh, question number five. What is the name of former NXT UK superstar Mark Andrews' band, Jamie? Marky Mark and the McAndrews. <laughs> yes. Dan? <laughs> Junior. Yeah, it's Junior. Mine's better. <laughs> Mark, and uh, Mark and the McAndrews. Dan, who is the founder of ICW Insane Championship Wrestling in Scotland? No, Patrick McIntosh. Jimmy? <laughs> Let's put Stu Bennett. No, it's Mark Dallas. Ew. Mark Dallas. No one knows. That's American. That's in Texas. No, there's a good um, uh, BBC documentary on like it's called like insane. It's called like um, British Fight Club or something. It's filmed in like 2013, and like mm. it's a documentary on him. Like it's, I'm sure it's on YouTube. Track it down. It's really good. It's got like okay. Jester on it. It's got a young Drew on it. Everything. Anyway, uh, question number seven, Jamie. John Haystacks wrestled in WCW and North America in under which rig name? Giant Haystacks. <laughs> no, no, he wrestled. So he scored giant haystacks in the UK, but what he wrestled as in the US? Giant haystacks is a well-known name. It was a trick question. Dan, L- the Loch Ness monster. Yeah, that's correct. Loch Ness monster. My dear lord. <laughs> um, it was a trick Dan... question. He tried to trick us. I knew what he was doing. You see. <laughs> Um, Dan, what was the popular ITV show between 1960 and 1988 called that showed wrestling in the UK? Bargain hunt. No, I'm joking. World of Sport. You've got to take his first answer. You've got to take his first answer. It's World of Sport. <laughs> it is World of Sport, yeah, correct. Not, not Bargain Hunt. Hey, no. give me that. Give I've me seen wrestlers. <laughs> give me that vase. I will wrestle you for that vase. Exactly. The United. We have to unify these vases. Uh, Right. Uh, Question number nine, Jamie. How many days did Nigel McGuinness hold the Ring of Honor Pure Championship for? 187 days. Dan? One. Um, You're both wrong. It's 350, but Jamie was closer. Yes, don't get a point. I feel like you need a point if you want to give yourself a point. Yeah. Dan still wants to. Well. <laughs> yeah, give yourself a point. Why not? 
Um, question 10. Who won the first season of NXT, the reality show, Dan? What about it? TV. Bad news. Wade Stewart Barrett. Correct. So what's the scores on the doors? We right. are world and young. Five. Dan? You got a lens seven. I got eight. You got eight. eight. Never mind. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's not even close then. Okay. It's not even close. But I'm saying Giant A Stacks is known as Giant A Stacks. Who was the stunt double to the Miz? Uh, All right. okay. Alex Riley. <laughs> Who has got kids? He wears string vests. Drew McIntyre. I've I've got kids. Sorry, kid. It's not plural. <laughs> but yes, well, thank you very much, Joe, for that quiz. Again, will Dan get another point? And I think hopefully when we're all here for the next quiz, due to rotation, it will be myself on the quiz duty um ready for our predictions for clash at the castle and don't you worry my whole quiz will be in welsh borida jamie or do we ain't got a bloody clue <laughs> i said hello my name is jamie i live in blackpool my dear lord it will be in english <laughs> much <laughs> like the production where, where's the welsh commentary team what if they have one will be it will be the welsh commentary team ah <laughs> ben degedig he's wonderful oh my god this god we're being wobbly i thought you're doing like a fucking team america impression then it's like ah <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> I, I can't actually speak some welsh yeah I know, like, Taryn started speaking a little bit when he was down there because he kept getting the train to work and he's all like, oh, yeah. And he, he basically knew the whole Tannoy thing from when he was getting the train. Most of it's easy to learn, but some of it's just made up. Some of it's just, why Why is there two L's next to each other? No one knows. Like, why is there... <laughs> it's a an... noise. <sighs> yeah. That's what a cat makes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're not going to... Uh, disrespect our welsh fans thank you for joining us yeah. uh, and thank you everybody for listening to us on this week's episode of grapple cast and i'm going to ask you dan because i botched it on the first episode as you <laughs> may have said where can everybody find us you know something like Gra- grapple fest you said or something like i went that. i went grapple caster uh, grapple caster podcast on twitter <laughs> The, gra- the Grapple Pod. Yeah, guys, you can find us wherever you get your podcast. We are Grapple Cast Show. You can find us on the social medias. We're on the Twitters, the Facebooks, the Instagrams. But make sure you like and you subscribe so you never miss an episode when it drops. Yes, very good. And he is back in AEW. Kenny Omega is back. But, Joe, would you like, in honour of Kenneth Omega... To sign us off. Yeah, sure. So, without further ado, I bid you good night and farewell. Bang. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.